0: Founder of the Ladies Waving Dog Group. Are you feeling stuck with your gun dog training? Trust me, you're not alone, and that's exactly why you need to be here. Every week, we're bring you the best tips and hacks to make training your gun dog easy peasy. We'll keep it straightforward, no fuss, just actionable guidance that you can put straight to use. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Found It Fetch It. This week, I'm going to be talking all to Amy Weeks about from field to friendship journey in the shooting and gun dog community. How are you today Amy? I'm very well thanks Jo, how are you? I'm really really looking forward to this call because we, uh, you sent me a delightful email telling me loads about your journey and I love it when I get emails like that because I find out so much about somebody, about one of our members that maybe I didn't know before. So before I like start asking you a million questions so that the listener can catch up Can you tell us about how you got, like, started in the shooting and dog community?
1: So I I first attended a shoot when I was four years old with my dad. And it was just, it blew my mind as a four-year-old attending, like, such a massive thing. And then it just progressed from there. My dad took me to the shoot with a friend. So it was a friend shoot we went on. And then over the years, he decided that he'd start his own shoot. So now for 15 years, I've been working friends' dogs um, on my dad's shoot. And then two years ago, I bought my first working dog. So I've had that to build a relationship with and just learn how to train my own dog. And then I didn't have many people to talk to or to discuss my feelings about how to do it or where to start. So I joined the LWDG and met Joe. I found Claire. And Claire's actually only 20 minutes away from me.
0: So I found my very own dog trainer. It must have been so fabulous um, for you to sort of find this, this bigger world of people helping you with specifically the gun dog training. Yeah. But before we get like into that part of your journey, what was it like growing up with like you know your own shoot. It 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 is
1: quite something because you step out the door in the morning, and even like on a Saturday in October, and there's there's people just standing there in your almost like garden. It's it's very peculiar, and you go out, you say hello. Everyone's really friendly, and we've built such a relationship with everyone that comes to our shoot because it's more like a family run syndicate. So the friendships that we've built has been absolutely amazing, and everyone there has supported me with my first working dog, supported me with other ways in life and yeah it's just it's been quite something.
0: So as you know your dad decided to start his own sort of little shoot yeah. and you've had the experience of that but how did you like start up out working other people's dogs rather than your own? Uh,
1: my my dad had his own cocker spaniel, um, but he never had time to do the formal gun dog training, so he never went out. And then one day, one of my dad's friends came down with really bad diabetes, and he couldn't walk anymore. So he said to me, "Why don't you take pastis? He's a um, springer spaniel at the time, and he said, "Go on, like give it a go, see how you get on." So I took her out, and I absolutely fell in love. She was a little black and white springer spaniel. And she did. I was absolutely besotted by her, and I worked here for seven years until she retired last year. Um, and then he got a second dog, which was a five-year-old cocker spaniel. He rescued it from a gamekeeper. And he and I used to work both of them together. And then when I didn't have them, I used to go on other shoots with my dad's friends. And then when they'd shoot, I'd handle their dogs or just stand with them, just so I feel involved. Because sometimes when you go out although it's like part of a big community when you don't have your dog with you I think sometimes you do feel a little bit lost and I've now found that with having my my willow with me
0: (laughs) it could have been that you said like not stay the other side of the fence so to speak yeah you could have stayed on the shooter side and like been with the guns all day been with your dad all day but in taking out your own dog you sort of made the journey into like what the the beat doesn't pick us up would you? When you were the, yes. the other side, the other part of the day, then, weren't you?
1: Yeah, it 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 was quite different, quite a change, um, going from working someone else's dog to working your own dog. Because this dog was fabulous. She, I think, they'd gone to professional training, and he trained it so much that then when I got it, she just worked beautifully for me. So when it's your own dog, it's very much like right. This dog did a lot, and now it's like, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. And you sort of had the situation that I had there, didn't you? Because you'd worked somebody's dog who knew the game. Yeah. You knew what it needed to look like with your dog, but now yeah. with your own dog, you had to learn how to get to that level.
1: Yeah, and that was a, a serious journey because I am very passionate about the gun dog world, cheats the training, the lot. Uh, but it doesn't actually mean you're good at it. <laughs>
0: like we say the word journey all the time and sometimes I think oh my god I get fed up period in the word journey but it is a journey and like every like day every session every uh, interaction you had with your gun dog makes a difference so it's just like this, this permanent evolution of your relationship isn't it
1: yeah you're just constantly building bricks all the time
0: so you've got your own gun dogs and you're training with Claire which is amazing and now you're in a bit of a different position now because you are helping run the shoot aren't you?
1: Yes so I've been running the beating line with my brothers for the last couple of years but this year um, I spoke to Claire and Claire was more than happy to run the day. She ran a training shoot day so I actually got to step into my dad's shoes for the whole day and with the rest of my family's help we organised of my own very first sheep day and it it was amazing absolutely amazing i couldn't have done it without claire and the the people that came and the dogs that attended but it was just yeah i i was really really overwhelmed that day
0: i'm super excited for the lwdg one of those this year but yeah. for let's let's like take that out a bit a minute but for you like running your own day that's not a chance a lot of people have is it no it's my dad
1: is very much one of these people who likes things done his way and he, he can't take a step back so it was almost for me not proving to him that I could do it, but saying to him that I'm ready if you need help, I will help run this for you. The shooting, the beating, the feeding, whatever you need, take a step back and let me come up
0: to the table and yeah. And I suppose for your father, it's been like this has been his baby in some ways for 15 yeah. years like yeah. he he's obviously thought about the fact that one day he left like do less or or hand over yeah. the ring so do you think for yourself that was the first step of like showing him i can be a real assistance to you here
1: yeah it was i'd, I'd love to be able to help him with it and just run alongside him or just let him take a step back because uh we actually bought dogs at the same time so we've been chariot training with claire together um in our sessions every couple of weeks. So our pups are a month apart and he actually got to take his working dog out on the last day of the season, which he hasn't done all season because he's been so focused on how the shoot's going. He doesn't want to try and take his dog because he's like, oh, I can't focus on the dog and run the shoot. So he was more relaxed that day and he did actually take Misty out, which was really, really nice to see. It was one of my highlights this this year. So
0: today is an incredibly sort of serious thing to do. How did you like sort of handle your nerves during the day? Um,
1: Not very well (laughs) to start off with uh, because I've watched my dad do this speech every other Saturday and you sit there and you listen and he talks about the safety, no ground game, and then he talks about a horn at the end of the drive and it's just things that I kind of just listen to going, yeah, yeah, I know this. And then just crack on. But when you're standing there talking to people that some that have never been on a shoot before, never been to our ground before, it's you're thinking in your head, are you saying it clear enough? Are you getting your message across? And have you remembered everything? <laughs> I should have taken a little bit of paper for a speech, but um yeah, I did I was at the end of the day, someone did say to me, like, you did okay, but you forgot this or you forgot that, which was quite nice that they let me know. So then I could tell people um, the horn was one of the
0: things. (laughs) Yeah. You think about it now, though, this is you swapping over. You start like with your dad, you're on the shoot side, shall we say. Then you go over to the dog side, you spend loads of time over there. And yeah, you've been listening to different stuff, but you've been primarily focused on you and your dog. And now you've been back over the fence, so to speak, to be like, leading the shoot did you think that it would be harder or easier than it was did it give you more respect for like what your dad actually does a
1: hundred percent literally he was actually on another shoot that day so I had no support from him he said if anything goes wrong obviously call me but he wasn't there to witness it so I think that was the hardest thing that I couldn't just go, dad, have I done this right? Or dad, have I done that right? Which in a way was a nice thing because I had to kind of get on and do it. Um, But yeah, afterwards I met him in the pub and the first thing I said to him was, yeah, no, I I definitely have a new respect for you in this (laughs) because it was a lot harder than uh, I imagined. So...
0: It was incredibly um, brave of him, but obviously it was incredibly sensible of him because had he been there... People would have automatically looked to him. Without him there, it sent a very clear signal in there that Amy is in charge. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think he would have interfered too much and I probably would have told him off. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: what on the day, like obviously you've got this all going on and you had a lovely day and there was lots of people there who who hadn't been on a, a training day of this type before. So there was a lot to handle with that as well, wasn't there?
1: Yeah um claire did most of the picking up team i took the spaniels and did some of the the beating team but it was just trying to claire has only actually been to our shoot once as well so it was all new for her and she did an absolutely amazing job of not only navigating herself and working out where she should be and the other picking up team should be and watching all the dogs and their different abilities but as well as getting used to where she is um and then it was sort of radioing across, so I had my partner helping me as well. My cousin came down and helped. Um, yeah, so it was
0: it was quite a team. So why do you think uh, shoot days are really important for like building friendships and connections? Because this was a this wasn't a standard shoot day. This was a training shoot day, wasn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So we are at a stage now in our shoot where we'd like to see the next generation come through of dogs of people and I think it was a way as well of getting more people involved in the shooting community so they can see it isn't just a sport, it is a friendship, it is a place where you can make friends and grow. Um so hopefully we'll do another one in October and we'll bring more people into it.
0: So how do you think the new handlers and the dogs benefited from like attending it?
1: I think there was less pressure for them because I actually attended a shoot for the first time with my dog. And as a new person going into an, another person's shoot, it's very daunting because everyone runs things differently. And you're always worried about, is my dog going to run in? Am I going to pull too much forward? Am I going to run go the wrong way? And is my dog going to run into the next drive by accident? And I think with that day, the dogs that had been there, they hadn't got that pressure. They hadn't got to worry about their dog pushing too far forward. It was a way of them to see their dog skills and go right my dog does pull a little bit forward i'm going to work on this over the summer so then when i do go to a a professional shoot we know
0: exactly where we are and what to do i'm sure everyone listening will be like we want to be on the next event for members the date will be announced very shortly and they will be going up online as normal Uh, for anybody in the community listening our members get first dibs at any event if there are spaces left Afterwards, we will we'll hand them out. So that's dealing with that. Before Amy bless you, get for seven thousand people. (laughs) Then when can I come to the next training day? But for um for yourself and for like for your dad for your shoot, where do you see like the shooting community heading in in the future? Because we've gone through some quite tough years, haven't we?
1: Yes, with bird flu, COVID, and everything else. Because we used to run eight days as a family syndicate, and now we actually only run four, and then one beater's day. So we, we've halved our days, um, and I think that's because we've got the problem with poaching. There's so many different problems with birds now, and it's a, it's a battle. There's been several small community shoots that have shut around us, and I just think that we need to support them, otherwise they will disappear.
0: Yeah, because I think a lot of people, they hear, like, shooting, and they expect and to see, which does exist, these massive shoots, like corporate yep. entities running them big bag days big value uh, pegs but there is another side of that that people might not be more aware of which is these like yep. family syndicates friendship syndicates where they are yep. really small small bags small amount of people trying to just have a a wonderful time in the outdoors
1: yeah it is that that is literally our, our family shoot down to a tee it's been an amazing experience and all my brothers getting involved my mum used to do the cooking as well and um, she's taken a step back this year because we there's it gets quite much three days before she's making cornish pasties every day <laughs> but, yeah
0: so for you amy how do you hope to inspire other women in the shooting community and the gender community through your experiences like doing this is fantastic for us but but what do you want to see
1: I'd like to see just more people taking that plunge of thinking that they'd like to go on a shoot or thinking that I'd like to work my dog, but I'm not so sure. And I think people just need to go, right, actually, this is my time and I need to do it. And yeah, just keep going.
0: And that's what the training days gives everyone, isn't it? It gives you the chance to experience it, like you said, without the pressure, but still get to see what a day would be like. So you're, you're, it's almost a stepping stone
1: to yep. move forward, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I think they're just brilliant because it does take so much pressure off everyone in terms of their dogs and their, the way they handle and just they relax a bit more because on some shoots, people also find a divide of shooters go one way, beaters go one way, pickers go the other way and you don't get to mingle. Whereas where we are, everyone talk to
0: everyone. <laughs> and that in is lovely because again if you pick up or you're a beta on a corporate shoot or a bigger shoot yeah. um so no nobody's fault. you just really don't even get to see each other because you're you're in different places at different times all of the time
1: yeah yeah you do you, sometimes you don't
0: even cross paths so for us to sort of like start wrapping this up i'm sure everybody listening has been asking absolutely enthralled uh where do you see firstly your Gandalf training going forward going but also do you see like a long-term plan where you know your dad will give you more and more chance to to lead and is it something that you want to continue well after your dad's part, not past doing it but he doesn't want to do it anymore if that even comes i don't think that even comes. you know what i mean he, he is 60 this year um yeah,
1: I'd I'd love to be able to progress with Willow. She only turned two a couple of weeks ago. So we're still at the start of our adventures together. Um and my partner has now got a working dog as well. So I hope this year we'll be able to work alongside each other, um, which would be absolutely amazing. And then yeah, if my dad ever says to me, Right, that I'm gonna step down, do you want to continue? Even if I didn't run a formal shoot as he does now, but run training days, I I would still love to do that because then more people might get involved because there's no added pressure of them joining and then you have to stay for the full season. You can just come for the day, see how you find it, and if you don't like it, then you know not to come again. But yeah,
0: I'm sure everybody comes for the number there because the amount of our members will start off. Saying I'm never going to take my dog on a shoot, I'm not interested yeah. in it. And then two years later, they're like, I've just been to a shoot. Uh, it's, yeah. it's an amazing progression. And whilst it's not in any way essential for those who do go on that journey, I think it's fantastic to for them to see their dogs in that environment, isn't
1: it? Oh, it is. I, the joy that I get from seeing Willow do something that she's naturally bred to do is just it's such a buzz. Just seeing her hunting and a couple of weeks ago we were out and she flushed a bird it got shot and then she retrieved it and it was just like she did the full
0: circle and it was yeah it was really good well it's been fantastic talking to you um as a member any of the members listening you you can talk to amy anytime in the facebook group she's there with us all she's on most of our live coachings you can find her anywhere at all that you want to um for uh people who are inspired by amy's story i think you know there's many places in there Amy that you can look for um not just for training days but advice you've got like large yep. organizations like Basque and things like that that can tell you lots more alongside us
1: yeah I actually got posted on uh Basque women this weekend
0: <laughs> which is incredible like that's yeah. literally what this is about isn't it and so you should yeah. be, you know you've done an, a fabulous thing and you know you're talking about developing the next generation and in many, many ways, you are the start of that next generation.
1: Yeah. I'm just I'm very excited for the October season already.
0: <laughs> well, Amy, without a doubt, anybody listening to this can hear your passion and your like enthusiasm for the sport and for the dogs and for training is absolutely there to see. Um, I hope any of the listeners have been like really inspired and felt uplifted by this, about like what well, you can achieve because. Even if you are not running a shoot for the day like Amy did, sometimes we can send ourselves really big goals that we can achieve, can't we, Amy? Mm -hmm,
1: Definitely. I Just 27-year-old me would not believe that, like, this time last year without Claire and John, and I just, yeah, there's no way I would have been able to say at the end of the season I have helped run a shoot day. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) And it is wonderful the support that you found like within like Claire and John are absolutely amazing but you know the the training community can be such a big support to people who want to yeah. go on this journey because they know what you need to succeed
1: and uh, yeah and it's, it's the same. although I've been in the shooting world since I was four to find friendships um was a struggle with people my age so joining the LWDG I think I've been a member for nearly three years now so yeah, it's been great to have that support system as well. Yeah,
0: and even down to like me and you have met regularly yeah. in like in the game fair and things and yeah and, 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 and at events and like even that is so lovely to see because you make friends of, of different ages and at different yeah. stages, but you've all got this like common goal, this common love which is for training your dog.
1: Yeah everybody loves their dog and it's just it's so nice to find a community of people you can talk to and bounce off that all share your same passion it is just
0: yeah it's it's amazing thank you so much for talking to us um thank you to your dad for giving you the opportunity to talk to us about this as well because you know i think you should take it as a big like pat on the back that he actually entrusted you like i said at 27 to do this it shows his his belief in you going forward of what you can achieve. Yeah. Um, for anybody listening who's like, how can I get a shoot? How can I do this, etc. You can find all that information on our blog. Just go along to our website, www.ladiesworkingdoggroup.com. And you'll find loads and loads of free content, load of free support and a load of free training as well. If you need any further assistance or advice, feel free to reach out to us. We're always here to help you. If you've enjoyed, please subscribe, please review. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. That's it for today's episode. A massive thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to head over to the LWDG and sign up for our membership. Get access to expert-led training, a wonderfully supportive community, and the resources you need to become a confident and skilled gun dog trainer. Let's take this journey together because no woman should have to train her gun dog alone. We'll see you all next week.